0: So I'm really embarrassed by the story, but I remember we lived in a trailer park and a lot of the friends that I went to school with, all of our friends that I went to school with had big houses, or at least they were big to me. And I remember one day sitting at home in her trailer and my mom asked why I never invited my friends over. And I was a kid and I still, to this day, I can't, I can't, I can't ever take this back and I have repented for years on this. But I remember looking at her and being like, because we live in a trailer, I wouldn't have any friends or like, I'm embarrassed to invite my friends over to our place. And she like broke down. I share this because today's video, we're talking about money and my parents had the whole, you know, I I was born in uh, as a refugee in Italy because my parents were refugees in Italy. They flee Poland, Canadian government sponsored them. We immigrated to Canada. They had, they didn't know the language. They started with very little, if not anything, and we're able to build a life over a 20 or 25 year time span. And so I got to see them go from absolutely nothing to like starting a business. And eventually that business started doing well. And then they both worked in the business and they took things as far as they possibly could. But a lot of our programming is done from like, you know, zero to five, zero to six. And so a lot of my up till 10 or 12, it was like there was certain programming, my money programming and my relationship with money was created then, and I had to work very hard to reverse a lot of it. So today's video is all about that. If you feel like you can upgrade or up-level your money programming, your self-worth, what you feel you're worth, what you feel you're charging, receiving money, the conversation around money, if you're not happy with what's in your bank account, if you're not happy with what you're earning, usually there's a deeper issue at play, there's a deeper narrative, a deeper story, and that's what this this video is all about. And I'm gonna share some things that I, I generally... haven't really shared on YouTube, and I I really hope you just find it valuable. So if money is of interest to you, and if the topogram money is of interest to you, and you feel like there could be some upgrading we can do, stick around, and let's get into it. Yo, what's up? My name is Lucas Rubix, and welcome to the Coaching Channel. If you'd like to learn how I went from zero education and working the oil rigs to selling well over a million dollars of coaching and building an online business and performance coaching empire along the way, subscribe to this channel, and I'll show you how. All right, so first off, I want to say I had the greatest parents in the world. They taught me hard work, work ethic, like you cannot outwork me. I've seen them do impossible things. I've seen them get through so much pain. I've seen them smile through it all. They were always grateful. They were always happy. They were always happy with whatever was given to them. They were people of faith. They always knew it was going to be okay. No matter what happened, they always just showed up as... Amazing parents, amazing humans. My dad was extremely stoic. Like comes from a very hard upbringing, and they were just so grateful to live in a country that had opportunity. So I got to see that. Now on the other end of that, growing up in a trailer park, and the story I shared with like mom, I'm not inviting anyone because we live in a trailer, and I thought we were so poor because compared to everyone else, you know, we we it, I, I had a different life. Uh, I remember just the kids and what they got for. Christmas and I'm so grateful for it I wouldn't want it any other way because it built me into me every little gift I get in the world now when I buy a new car a new motorcycle stay in a nice hotel travel go on a plane I'm so grateful for it because it wasn't normalized when I was growing up I don't know the first time I saw a palm tree but I'm pretty sure I was like 17 or 18 and I think that was uh uh, Los Angeles it was Long Beach and I saw palm trees for the first time like this big beautiful ocean and I was like whoa what is this It also made me very hungry to create financial abundance wealth. Right after high school, pretty much, a few years after high school, went on the oil rigs because that's where I could make the most money. When I got into business, I was very set on what I wanted to earn, and so I did. I want to earn 10K, 25K, 50K, 100K. I was very driven by this thing called money, not for the paper, but for the freedom and for the opportunity and choices the money created. Now, along that journey, I had to rewire and reprogram a lot of money, beliefs. We've done a workshop recently with clients inside the Coaches Who just talking about money, and a few really interesting beliefs came up, and I was gonna read some out, and that's where this conversation was gonna start. I can either do what I love, or I can make money. That was a belief that one of the clients had. I can make money doing what I love. I can't make money, oh, wait, I have there we go. I have to work hard to make money. There's some truth to that, but we'll talk about that. Money is the root of all evil. That's something that I grew up around. Uh, money's really hard to make. Um, I have no control over the financial system. So we're talking about governments and we're talking about the fed and all that money doesn't buy happiness. That was something that came up. Interesting. I used to believe that too. Uh, it takes money to make money. I used to believe that too. I used to have so much resentment towards people with money because I'm like, ah, oh, if I could just get some money, I could really make something happen. And I could keep going. We had a whole bunch of it. I never have money to spare. It's hard to save money. I could keep going. All those beliefs I used to have. Those beliefs I have no longer. Money is easy and fun to make. I'm great at what I do, and so what I do isn't really work. I can spend a ton of time on my craft, and I can make great money doing it. I can, great mo- I can make great money doing what I love. In fact, if you do what you love, you should get paid more because you're probably better at it, and you're sharing the gift you're getting people better results because you're doing what you love. You're doing what you're natural at. I used to think that if I had $5,000 in the bank account, that was a lot. And guess what? I always had $5,000 in the bank. Then I heard about the financial thermostat from Gay Hendricks in his book, uh, The Big Leap. And I readjusted my thermostat. Ah, 10 k 50 k, a k $100,000. Nowadays, if I don't have hundred grand just sitting there in a bank account just to buy whatever I want, I'm like, I feel like... I'm going to die. If I don't have a couple hundred grand invested in the markets, then I'm like, "Eh." if the business isn't earning X amount, I feel like it's just something's off, something's wrong. Keep raising that thermostat. I used to also think that I'm just greedy if I just want money. Then I realized money is just an amplifier. And the more I make, the more I love to give. It makes me more of who I am, which is a passionate, adventurous, like creator, builder. It gives me more resources so I can build, so I can... Now, if you're a bad person, or if you haven't worked on yourself at all, and you run into a bunch of money, that's probably going to cause problems. I had beliefs when I grew up in a trailer park, I saw a lot of poverty, a lot of scarce, And I remember walking around with this for a very long time. Uh, The the memories are coming back. I I remember buying a new Jeep. I started on the rigs. I bought a new Jeep. It was a Jeep Wrangler or whatever, two-door, convertible. It was awesome. And I'm driving it down. I just moved to Vancouver. I'm driving it down Hastings Street, and I felt guilt, pure guilt. Because there was all these, if you've driven down Hastings, you know what I mean, but we'll, we'll call it homeless and, and those who are the lowest of the low on, you know, the the societal's kind of scale here. Living on the street, living in tents, um, strung out, and you know, living that reality. And I remember feeling so much guilt, like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just bought a $28,000 or whatever it was back then. This is pre-massive inflation. I can't believe I'm just like driving this around and I could have just given it to these people and I just felt guilt, like I almost cried. I'm like 25 at this point. And I used to really feel like an underdog in that people just didn't have it easy and that money was hard to make and those with money could make more money and they were like screwing over the lower class and the middle class or the lower middle class and that it was hard to get ahead and that the system was rigged against us. I used to walk around on a day-to-day basis, and that was my belief. Now, try starting a business with those beliefs. Ah, oh, the tax man's just out to get us. Ah, oh, they're taxing me up the butt. Ah, oh, they're this, this, that. And obviously, clearly, I think you can put two and two together. It was very hard to build momentum and actually like create, make, exchange my services for money with those beliefs. My self-worth and what I thought I was worth Think about what that did to what I charged, what I thought I could charge. I was charging like 25 bucks an hour when I first got into coaching. That's crazy. I remember hiring a coach and they were like, you're gonna double or triple that or I'm not even working with you. What are you doing? I was like, I don't know. It's pretty good money. And I could keep going. I could keep going. Like the the, the journey and the struggle was real. And one day I just had to look in the mirror and say, I need to start rewriting these. What beliefs would support the next level of life. I started joining masterminds and programs and getting around people who had different realities, financial realities, and I just started jotting down. What do these people believe? How do they operate? What do they do? They genuinely enjoy what they're doing. They go with the flow. They're really great at what they do because they love what they do and they make a great amount of money. So you can love what you do and make money. Okay, let me rewrite that. These people don't even seem to work. Like They're always working, but they don't seem to be like working and burning out. They just love what they do. Maybe my definition of work can change. Ah, oh, when we like when they're talking about price of something, they never say that's a lot. That's too much. Oh, I can't afford that. If they're looking at something that is out of their current reality, they'll find, oh, I'll make a way to make that happen. Ah, oh, let me talk to a few people. Oh, I'll figure it out. Oh, that's a worthy goal. We'll work towards that. Oh yeah, we'll make that happen. I'd love to have that. Let's make it happen. It will be mine. Ah, oh, very different. We've normalized saying things like, I can't afford that. Oh, that's too expensive. That's like shameful. Those words will never come out of my mouth. It's like, yeah, we, you know, the the $12 million piece of property might be out of our range, but let's work towards it. Let's find a way to make that happen. I think that'd be an an amazing goal. Let's go. Not, I can't afford that. And it was years of work, and even to this day, every time the business hits a next level or a new contract, whatever, or new expenses, new step cost. I remember when the business we went through a season where it was like 50 sixty thousand dollars a month in expenses, which I understand to some is little to me at the time I was like, whoa, I'm spending 60 grand a month just to keep this business going. That's I used to make that per year. Imagine what came up, a lot of fears, a lot of doubt. And I had to sit with it and say, what's well, coming up? What are my beliefs?" Why do I believe 60 grand is a lot per month of expenses? How can I rearrange that? How can I play a game of, ah, like if I could pay a million dollars in tax this year, it would probably mean we made five or six million dollars. Let me play that game. If we can raise our expenses and know that we're in the green every month, then it means we're making more month after month after month play a different game, have a different narrative, have a different script. And so my invitation to you, if you're open to this, now, by the way, if you have anything to add, leave it in the comments. If something landed, just like this video and leave it in the comments. What beliefs do we have that may not be conducive or congruent to the people we want to be, the business we want to have, the life we want to have? What are the little gremlins that pop up and say, you know, all those little limiting beliefs that hold us back? What about money scares us? I know I've had this conversation with so many clients, is the fear of success scares them more than the fear of failure. What, what will happen if I do make all this money? Will my family, what will they think of me? What will people think of me? Will I be able to maintain it? What will I do with it? I don't know anything about money. Maybe I'm just comfortable right here. And that's a decision that we have to make in private. We gotta look in the mirror and say, we gotta make that decision. We can't, I can't make you make you do it. That's a very private discussion is, am I ready for the next level and am I willing to take on the responsibility for it? Am I ready to step into the fear? I, I feel like there's a part B of this video, so stay tuned for that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap things up here, but I just wanna bring to our attention. If we feel like we're spinning our wheels, we're always in financial distress, things just aren't happening, aren't working, have a look at the beliefs we have, the scripts, the narratives. And we can say, hey, it's not my fault. Yeah, I get it. We were given it probably in our childhood, from our families, and they were doing the best they could, but it no longer has to be our story. It no longer has to be our narrative. We can rewrite those. We're adults now. We can rewrite those, and it does take work, and it does take repetition, but through doing the work and then backing it up through action. So I remember when I wanted to change what I stressed, like the purchase amount that I stressed about, I used to stress if something was like 100 bucks, I was like, oh, I don't know, I have to think about it. And I was like, ah. A couple hundred dollar purchases, no longer, I don't care. Because I know I can make that. And then I had to back that up. So I went into somewhere, went into a store and I was spending over a hundred bucks. I just had to train myself to be grateful, to be thankful, to bring the visa or the credit or the cash and just be like, I'm so happy that I get to have this exchange. This is no big deal. Then it was, hey, anything over a thousand dollars. Nowadays, I'm grateful. I could just like, if I see a motorcycle that I like, I'll just go buy it. And I've trained myself to don't sweat it. Because you're an income creator. You're a value creator. I know how to create value in the marketplace, and I know the marketplace rewards me for doing so. And so I can print money whenever I need it. These are just new beliefs. And I'm not bragging. I'm not trying to be egotistical. I have my struggles, and I have my issues, and my business problems, and all of that. But I know for a fact I'll always be okay. The universe will always support me. And when I need it, it'll be there. I know that. You can't hook me up to a lie detector. I know that. And I'm so passionate about this topic because I, I know what it's like. I get it. But until we take full responsibility and start rewriting those beliefs, we will most likely stay stuck. I mean, I, wanna, I don't, I don't want to say forever because I don't want to create this fear, but I hope to create enough pain to say, I got to change something. I got to do something differently. There's a whole life, a whole new reality waiting for me. Let me seize it. And it starts with our beliefs. What are your money beliefs? Let me know in the comments if anything was valuable. I will let you go here. There will be a part B of this video. I've got more stories too, especially when it comes to money. Uh, so many. So we'll probably be having the discussion a lot moving forward. Like this video, subscribe to this channel in the comments again. Let me know if anything landed and if we can support you in any way, just check out www.lucasrubix.com. I uh, would love for you to check out the website. we got a lot of upgrades. And a lot of downloads, a lot of free stuff. We got the Coaches You over on the website. We've got to stay until you get paid. We got a 10K guarantee. When clients work with us, they make money. A lot of that does rest in rewriting, re scripting removing old beliefs and putting new, more supportive beliefs, more conducive beliefs, more identity work on who do we want to be, what kind of entrepreneur, what kind of coach, what kind of business owner, what's our income, and we create a new reality, we start operating from that place, we start seeing the world from new lenses, we start creating from a different place, and next thing you know, we're in a different reality. And it's usually a very leveled up reality from where we were. And so we we love doing that work with clients. It's so much more about than just building a business We do a lot of money, a lot of identity, and a lot of re-scripting, a lot of limiting belief work. And so if that does interest you, again, you can check out what it is we do. We'd love to support you. And with that said, again, like this video, subscribe to this channel. Let me know if anything landed, and I'll see you in the next video.